Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's Bites for years, and now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of Slice of Life. It's your lifestyle radio show, and we moved our slot. I don't know uh, if you realize that, but we used to be on Sundays. We are now here every Saturday from 9 to 9.30, and it's a pleasure to be with you as we kick off the weekend. And uh, we've got food and festivals to talk about on this show. It changes from week to week. If you have any guest ideas, please let me know. I look forward to talking to people of every ilk. There's so many interesting things going around Western New York right now. So feel free to reach out to me on social media or give me a buzz right here at Intercom, 843 843- 0651 We're going to talk about a really cool wing place that I discovered recently. And we're going to get to those folks in just a moment. And then later we'll talk to Matt Carlucci. Would you believe he's celebrating his ninth year as the founder and organizer of the Buffalo Soup Fest? But first, let's talk with Ed and Alicia from Wing Nuts. Good morning, Alicia. Good morning, Ed. Good, Good morning. morning. So nice to have you on the show. And I found out about Wing Nuts, oh, maybe about two months ago, and I had never heard of your place. You're a new business, but I think you're taking the, the city by storm. Uh, Alicia, first of all, tell us a little about how Wing Nuts got started and what are the origins of the name? I love the Wing Nuts. By the way, it's W I N G N U T Z. That's correct. Tell us a little about that. Well, we were going out to different restaurants, buying chicken wings, and sometimes they get a little disappointing. You've got the wings that start out crunchy, and the next time you visit, they're not quite as well done. And then there's chasing the sauce around the grease in the bottom of the dish, and we hated all that. So we set out to fix that, two wings at a time in our kitchen at home. Uh, Two wings at a time. So there was a fair amount of uh, trial and error, I would imagine, when you were working on your recipe. Well, my recipe for the medium sauce was a one-take wonder. Uh, The rest of it was about 10 months, I think, in the making. Mm -hmm. Now, Ed, you work together with your wife, Alicia. And who does what in the kitchen when you two? Now, you two are wing nuts. Mm -hmm. So uh, you do everything from, I would say, soup to nuts, but it's really from wings to nuts. Um, Your your (laughs) menu at Wing Nuts is primarily wings, also roast beef. Tell us a little bit about what else you serve there. Well, we also do French fries, and uh, many people order fries and gravy. We do that. Alicia makes homemade gravy from the meat juice that we make the roast beef from. And um, I believe that uh, we eventually someday will expand, but right now it's very small, very uh, unique, I guess. It's it's the best of Buffalo's foods all in one little tiny place and people just they love it you know it's unique too in the sense that you're in a sort of an offbeat location you're inside the knights of columbus building on kenmore avenue uh in kenmore right how did you happen to come upon that place a funny story (laughs) and you're Uh, just full of them ed i know (laughs) i'm full of it all right um we happened to be driving by and the big electric sign outside said kitchen for rent so we turned around and we went in and talked to the right people we um, had to make a bid and uh, we won the bid and when we got our interview we asked could we rent the dining room as well and they said yes and so we opened wing nuts it's a great story it's so unconventional but really so are the wings alicia um, you know wings are certainly synonymous with buffalo and i'd rather have wings synonymous with our city than you know snow and four super bowl losses yeah so i think you know you have something great to tout but 
let's face it, everybody and their brother makes wings. What makes yours so different? I think the love that we put into it. I mean, we, we put a lot of effort into making our wings everything that we wanted to buy someplace else. And we always tell everybody, if we won't eat it, we won't serve it. So if it's low quality, we get rid of it. If it's just something wrong with a sauce, we won't serve it. So you may walk in one day and have no hot sauce because it didn't turn out or no gravy, which is a disaster because people have not ordered wings if they can't have fries and gravy. So <laughs> it's just a process that it takes a little time, but we do cook with love. So be patient with us. You'll get your food. And it's fresh, right? It's not as if you have vats of hot sauce or vats of pre-cooked wings that you put under a heat lamp. I mean, you can taste the freshness. And folks, mm -hmm. I got to tell you, I don't eat a lot of wings anymore, but when I went to visit with uh, Alicia and Ed at their place uh, on Kenmore Avenue inside the Knights of Columbus. I was blown away by, first of all, the size, but also the crunchiness of those wings. And I remember talking to you, and I, I kind of call it your trifecta. It's size, sauciness, and crunch. Ed, are those the hallmarks of your wings? Yes. In fact, that was the mission we started out with. Uh, we went out one night. We had a disappointing experience, and on the way home, we were discussing how can we fix these problems. And first we had to identify the problems and they were size, sauciness, and crunch. <laughs> and so we figured if we could fix that, people would like it and it's exactly what happened. People, they love the crunch. Now the company's secrets, we don't want to divulge. However, what makes yours so crunchy? Are you free to say what you do or what's done differently at Wing Nuts versus you know, a dozen other places around town? Well, what I can tell you is that they are not breaded. A lot of people think they are. They are not. Um, they are coated, and that's as far as I can go. Okay. Well, we don't want to reveal anything that uh, you know would give away your competitive edge because you work very hard at doing this. So, Alicia, once you got wing nuts off the ground, and again, folks, if you want to try wing nuts, go to Buffalo Perks, get myperks.com, and you'll see the offer, and you'll see the the, the tantalizing, appetizing pictures of the wings produced by Ed and Alicia Raisin at Wing Nuts. When you're um, when you were getting off the ground, Alicia, what did what were some of the initial comments you got? Did people notice instantly, especially wing aficionados, that your wings were different than the average wing? Oh, absolutely. Um, we've had a lot of people tell us that we were crazy to serve wings that big. And they wondered if we would go buy frozen wings and we never do. If they're not fresh, we don't buy them. We cannot serve a frozen product because it impacts the quality. And the sauces, um, we will dip the wings in a sauce rather than shaking them in a bowl with a little bit of sauce. We want to have a saucy wing. We've only had two people say there was too much sauce. Everybody else likes that there is sauce. You don't have to chase it. How many people ask for extra sauce? Nobody. A lot? No? No. Not needed, well, right? We have a few people who will get a little bit and either take it home or um, if, this, if the wings are already sauced, they generally don't dip it unless they want to change the flavor or mix flavors. Mm -hmm. But most people who say, I want sauce, are usually order plain wings right. and dip it that way. But people who already have sauce wings generally don't need it anymore. Of course, with wings, we expect celery and blue cheese. 
So you do something different with your blue cheese as well. It's not your typical kind of blue cheese that you pour out of a jar. No, we, we modify it. Yes, yeah. yes. And I know you don't want to give away your secret ingredient. <laughs> Ed has that look in his eye like, don't ask me what that secret ingredient is. But um, I, I can tell you, though, I happen to know what it is, but I can tell you that it does make a difference in the flavor of that blue cheese sauce. And you did your due diligence on that. You, you folks really mm-hmm. researched and figured out the right chemistry, if you will, for not only the wings, but also the sauce. And I'm sure you did it with your gravy. And the fries. What kind of potatoes do you use, by the way, for the fries? Or what kind of fries do you use? In all honesty, the fries are the only thing we buy frozen. That's how they come. Right. But um, someday we'll do fresh. We just don't have the time or the room right now. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, it is, it's really a small kitchen that you work out of. And as yeah. you've mentioned, it's just the two of you. Uh, what do you do on certain uh, you know, unofficial holidays, for instance, like Super Bowl Sunday, which to me is almost like a national holiday? Do you get pounded during football season, during, you know, major events like the Super Bowl or other things that people are gathering to watch? Alicia, what is it like for you during these uh, these must-see TV events that seem to have a lot of food associated with it? Absolutely. It is a little crazy, but, you know, we have a lot of fun with it. And we do send out apologies after the fact, and we apologize during the fact when we get busy, busy, busy. But people do, for the most part, seem to understand that, you know, we are a small kitchen. We are only two people. We can only work so fast, and the fryer only cooks so fast. Uh, We had a lot of pre-orders for the Super Bowl, and because we have so many fans, we cooked over 1,000 wings, just the two of us on Super Bowl Sunday. 1,000 wings. What time did you open? Noon. We were so, open and, by noon. And did you stay open throughout the whole game? Um, we Our intention was to, but everybody took their wings and ran. So <laughs> after 7.30, we pretty much didn't have another customer. Right. So we did all, all those wings in about seven hours. Unbelievable. And then did you get a chance to kick back and enjoy the game, or were you too exhausted at that point? The game was boring anyway. Yeah, but, yeah <laughs> and I wasn't um, happy with the result either. Yeah, right. I think um, we saw the last 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, 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 well. You, Again, the result. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'll give you indigestion. Um, <laughs> and then other days, are, are Sundays during bill season particularly busy? Yes, they. that's why we started opening on Sunday, because we thought football season would be busy, and it was. We Sundays throughout football season were one of our best days. And you have a TV in your, uh, in your dining area, yes. which is nice if somebody wants to enjoy their wings right there, hot and ready. You can sit and enjoy the game or watch whatever happens mm-hmm. to be on. Um, but it's really kind of a, a very casual setting. How many people can you accommodate at your place? If we squeeze, we can put 60 in the dining room. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever have private parties there? Yes. Um, we, we don't close the dining room for those because if we were to do that, the Knights would ask for a uh, private pay rental of the room. Mm-hmm. But we've had private birthday parties come in with like 25 people and uh, we were able to accommodate them and customers at the same time and it was a really great time what we do is we set up a buffet table and the person who's throwing the party tells us okay for this party we want you to cook us 200 wings and we just keep bringing them out on platters until that number is met what's your most popular sauce alicia i would have to say the wingnuts mild that is the most popular sauce. It's uh, sweeter than the buffalo mild, mm-hmm. and it's also less, I don't know, heat right, than right, the buffalo yeah. mild. So anybody who doesn't like heat at all, 
they absolutely devour our mild sauce. But there are a few heat seekers out there that go for the wing nuts hot. <laughs> <laughs> I can appreciate that. It was absolutely delicious. And you were kind enough to give me a little container to take home. So I wanted to enjoy every drop of it. So I put some on my cauliflower that night. I had some on my <laughs> eggs over the weekend. It was delicious. It's really adaptable sauce. You also do some specialty sauces, Asian apricot and honey garlic. Yes. How often do you do that? Well, the honey garlic I only do when I can absolutely stand it. Um, It's it's a wonderful sauce. I love it. And there are a lot of people out there that love it too. But first thing in the morning, it doesn't smell that good, all that garlic (laughs) with my coffee. But uh, the Asian (laughs) apricot is a big seller too. It is very rare because the white soy is a high uh, end product. It's hard to get. So that means that it's less available. So whenever we can, though, we want to put the two sauces on the menu. And right now for Valentine's Day, we've got the honey garlic. Nice. (laughs) Well, I guess that's a good compromise, right? You have to really love your mate if you're going to use honey garlic. Or bring somebody that loves you. Uh, Mouthwash is not included. Yeah, that's a good thing. You might want to consider that. (laughs) Do you sell the sauces separately? We have done. Yeah, that's um, probably a good idea. Yeah, if somebody yeah. C- approaches us in advance, then we can make extra and we can sell it aside. Well, now, Ed, you've only been open for a few months at Wing Nuts, but you and Alicia are longtime kitchen veterans. You know how to you know your way around a kitchen. You've cooked together at other places. So, in addition to your jumbo gourmet wings, you have your old-fashioned tavern roast beef. You have seasoned fries. You have the homemade gravy that Alicia makes from the meat drippings, which is delicious too, by the way. But what really rocked me was when you told me how people were coming in literally from around the world that heard about wing nuts. It's not like you've been around forever, like many other established wing restaurants in this area. That is one of the most fascinating aspects of what we're doing. I've never uh, ceased to be surprised. And this week it happened again. We had two truck drivers that looked us up on online One was from Rhode Island and one was from Massachusetts. And they came in and they were raving. Really? They were raving. They they wanted to move in. Um, (laughs) Pull uh, their rig right into that KFC parking lot. They did, actually. They did. The the rig was right there. um, Wow. And they they want to tell all their friends. Um, We've had people from Connecticut, from California, I mean, all over the states. China, Singapore, Canada, uh, of course, Canada, of course, um, and now, yeah, Honduras, and now two people from London, and um, one from Germany. Yeah, one from Germany. So we've we've uh, the internet has been wonderful to help in this. I was going to say, could you survive without you know the online presence of people being able? It's really like a huge party line, isn't it? People can find things and and communicate with others through this vast web. That uh, is really quite remarkable, especially for a smaller family-run business. Right. Yelp, uh, our Yelp presence was actually started by fans, and we just jumped on that bandwagon with them. So, yay, shout out to Katie. That's great. That's great to know that that's, that caught fire for you. Um, do the Europeans respond differently, for example, than folks who are from the U.S. who may be more familiar with the concept they're, of wings? They're disappointed that we don't deliver. To Germany, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or fly over to London for a quick trip. Right, yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Do but do you do, are they familiar with wings? 
Is that how they sought um, you out? Because it's fascinating to me that somebody in Europe would know about people you know, in in Pennsylvania aren't as familiar with wings as Buffalo. Right, that's I mean, a Buffalo good point. Buffalo is yeah. definitely the wing capital of the world. And the way Alicia and I figured it, if we can make it in Buffalo, we can make it anywhere. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yes. And um, the, a lot of the people from farther away have no idea of the style of wings that Buffalo wings are. Um, they ask us, are they baked? Are they parboiled? Uh, stuff like that. And they don't understand the process that we do here. And everybody in Buffalo does it. So, and it is a process. Oh, yes. You, you have um, a recipe, if you'll pardon the pun, for a process that works because your wings are not only jumbo, but they're crispy throughout. That first bite might offer a lot of crunch. You're going to have more crunch as you continue to bite through that large wing. That's what amazed me about it. And the, the taste, obviously, was very important in the sauce. But I remember the first time we talked, Ed, you said you'll eat anyone's wings once. The question is, will you eat it again? Yes. And that's, I'm sure people at Wing Nuts don't hesitate to dive into that second wing. Uh, and they're filling, too, because they're so big, right? right? Alicia, do you find people walk away stuffed? We find people very surprised, um, especially when we try to talk them out of ordering more wings than they need. Right. Uh, we've you had try to two talk people... them out of it, huh? Absolutely. We tell somebody that two people, you don't need 50 wings because right. these are big. If you want them, no problem, but you're never going to get through them all. Right. And so sometimes they say, that's okay, we're going to order them, and we're fine with that. Yeah. But I'd rather have a customer come back to try other flavors than be, well, why'd you let me buy so much? Right, right. No, that's a a very responsible thing on your part. And, again, speaks to the character of both of you, that you're not overselling people. Before we close, Ed, I've got to ask you the origins of the name Wing Nuts. And, again, it's all one word, W-I-N-G-N-U-T-Z. How'd you come up with it? Actually, the creative genius of Wingnuts is Alicia. Oh, Alicia, okay. <laughs> she, she came up with it in an almost overnight type thing. <laughs> um, yeah, we started out, we were thinking about being the right wing. And it's like, you know, that that sort of speaks, but not completely. Yeah. So we're crazy, so why not Wingnuts? I, I mean, it's it. quirky, just like we are. Yeah, very nice. This sums it up. And you're open every day except Saturday. That's right. And the physical address is what? It's 1530 Kenmore Avenue in Buffalo. We are actually inside the Knights of Columbus. It's not Kenmore. I called it Kenmore earlier. So it's 1530 Kenmore Avenue in Buffalo. Technically, it's Buffalo. Yes. And look for the Knights of Columbus building. You'll find Ed and Alicia working hard in the kitchen at Wing Nuts. Trust me, folks, you've never had wings like this before. Ed, Alicia, not easy opening up a business and sustaining a business. I give you the tip of the chef's hat. And thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thanks for having thank us, Thank you very Brenda. much, Brenda. The soup is on. We'll be back. There's some soup for you, too, right after this. Are you a fan of succulent hand-carved beef and turkey? Do you like having fish fries available every day? Then come experience fresh, scratch-made favorites at the historic Glen Park Tavern in the heart of Williamsville. The Glen Park Tavern's hand-carved beef and turkey are available in-house or for parties as well. Enjoy a delicious selection of hearty salads, sides, and soups seven days a week. Visit the Glen Park Tavern on Main near Cayuga in Williamsville. It's not just a meal, it's an experience. The 9th Annual Buffalo Soup Fest presented by Whole Foods is tomorrow, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Buffalo Convention Center, featuring 75 soups from 30 restaurants. Enjoy kids' games, live entertainment, desserts and beers by Triad Distributing and Flying Bison. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., buffalosoupfest.com. 
Car crashes don't happen in slow motion. They happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to check if your child's in the right car seat. Don't think you know. Know you know. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. If you have news about the latest happenings around the Buffalo Niagara region, contact Brenda during the week at 843-0651. That's 843-0651. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy. And welcome back to this edition of Slice of Life. My thanks to Kevin Carr for pushing all the buttons for us. And without the K-Carr, we cannot do the show. So we really appreciate it. As I mentioned in the open, Matt Carlucci is back for an encore appearance. And it's hard to believe it's that time again. But Matt is the founder and organizer of Buffalo Soup Fest. Welcome, Matt. Thank you. It's good to be here, Brenda. Always a pleasure to have you here. And no soup for you. The soup's on. You must hear all these kind of soup references all the time. Do you have any new ones? Um. I, there's some rela- um, some things that relate to a special um, sporting game that happens that people have been putting ah, together a lot I've heard about that, that game. I can't mention. <laughs> um, I fell asleep halfway through it, so I'm not really sure. I'm surprised you lasted that long, right? Yeah, it yeah. didn't turn out like the way I wanted you it to. You and me but, both. Um, that's been very popular lately. Yeah, I would. well, considering how close that game was to the uh, upcoming Soup Fest, which is tomorrow, by the way. Yes, it is. That makes sense. So it's from... Uh, 11 to 6 Correct. at the Buffalo Convention Center, uh, and it's the Buffalo Soup Fest. For folks who have never been there, Matt, or who aren't quite familiar with the concept, do you have to pay to get in and then you buy soup tickets? Is that the idea? Right. It's sort of set up like a couple of the other festivals that happen in town. Um, my, I, I call it the Wing Fest model. Um, $5 admission ticket gets you through the door, gets you access to all the live entertainment and all that really cool stuff that happens inside. All of the soups are uh, paid for with soup bucks which is basically <laughs> our version of just food tickets. They're a buck a piece, and the soup tastes are anywhere between two and three soup bucks a piece, and those really end up being pretty big portions. I like to say for about 20 bucks, you're going to get pretty full. Oh, there's no doubt about it. You definitely can fill up quickly, especially with some of the heartier versions. How many soup vendors will you have tomorrow? So I have 30 vendors attending. Wow, it's a lot of soup. Absolutely. It's a gonna lot of be, samples. It's going to be definitely... One of those uh, events that, you know, if you miss it, you're missing out on a, a pretty big cross-section of Western New York food culture. So, And uh, do you have uh, vendors come in from restaurants, caterers? Is it the whole nine yards? It's a bunch of people from all parts of Western New York. How do you determine who to uh, give those coveted 30 spots to? You know, it's funny. It used to be that I would have to f- search for them, and now they kind of come to me, and I only have a limited amount of space. So we usually open it up to our uh, past participants first. So that fills up about 20 spots and we usually have 10 for newcomers um so this year we have you know seven or eight uh somewhere between seven eight and maybe ten actually now they'll do the math newcomers and it changes every year but there's a few of the old favorites like uh, danny's and joe's deli who are with us every year that always end up going home with some hardware which is a great segue into the uh the contests yes tell me about that yeah so every one of the restaurants is is eligible to win some awards and there's 12 different categories everything from best seafood best meat best chili etc and everybody that attends is actually voting so you're going to go through my website on your on your mobile device i'm assuming it's a phone 
or an iPad or whatever you carry around with you, and you can vote right there for your favorite soups in all the different restaurants and a bunch of different categories. It's fun because you can not only enjoy all the soups, but also be a judge. Absolutely. And everybody has an equal vote. Yes, absolutely. Love it. BuffaloSoupFest.org is the website. .org or .com. Oh, okay. Yes. You got, that's smart. You got both domains. Well, you know, I had to pay a little extra. You know, <laughs> they get you. Somebody tried to sell it to me. So Well worth it, though, Matt, because you don't want to miss out on uh, the recipes that you have on there as well. There's a lot of content. Before we get to the recipes, are all of the 30 folks who are participating listed on the website? Yeah, so if you go to our website, the tabs are very well organized. At least I was told so by somebody who critiqued my website recently. And you just click on the menu tab. And all the restaurants are listed, and all the things they're serving are listed as well. Do you try to vary it up so that uh, when you do put those recipes on, do you try to have, you know, uh, for example, cream soups and then maybe vegan soups and broth base? How do you decide what to feature? Well, one of the and, things— And actually, a bigger question, I guess, Matt, pardon me for interrupting, sure. is how do you decide who to have so that you don't have a lot of, a lot of duplication at the actual soup fest? I do. Unfortunately, I do end up turning people away if they have a very similar sort of style. Um, one thing that I tell the restaurants when they come through and once they sign up is I sort of coach them the, slightly towards the kind of things that are going to stand out and be unique. You know, a lot of restaurants try to make similar things, and everybody really ends up gravitating towards one of the restaurants because that's the first one they see, and then they end up doing duplicates and stuff like that. So gotcha. what we try to do is kind of coach them on things that are different, unique, so nobody's really doing something the same as the person next door to them. Right, and that's the, the uh, kind of the criteria you use for the recipes, right, where you want to have a variety up there? Exactly, and I want to make sure that people get a chance to really sample a lot of really cool, interesting, unique things because that's what soup actually offers, an ability to be creative and unique without having to bring your whole menu with you. Right, exactly, and right. And you can really showcase um, a lot of the things you can do. In fact, a lot of soups are a creamy or a liquefied, I like to say, variation of an actual hearty meal. Like I'm looking right now on my menu, there's bacon cheeseburger soup, mm-hmm. there's Reuben soup, um, there's right. even you know stuffed banana peppers that people make into a soup. Dill pickle soup is a very popular one now. I'm sure the chicken wing soup. Chicken wing soup it's is always, always a staple. It's a heated battle this year. Oh. There is actually a couple of restaurants that are fighting uh, with Danny's for the crown of the best buffalo wing soup. And heated is the York. operative word there. I'm sure there's some good hot sauce that in there. It was an intentional pun. I like it. Yes. I love I'm all about puns, Matt. Well, you know, I, it was very easy for me to pull up your website on my phone as we're talking. And uh, you mentioned about pre-sale tickets. And with this being Saturday, is it too late to get pre-sale tickets? Pre-sale tickets ended yesterday. Ah, okay. But um, if you were lucky enough to get pre-sale tickets, um, you are getting a two-for-one deal. If you weren't lucky enough to get pre-sale tickets, tickets are only $5 at the door, which is still great, especially if you're not bringing two people. If you're coming alone, great place for singles. You can you know, meet a guy or a girl or both and... Uh, you know, it's a it's a great opportunity to to socialize. Single and soupy, it's Valentine's I like it. yeah. Day weekend, uh, true. so you know people are out. You know, this would be a great date opportunity, as well. So and you're not just searching for soup; it could be for a single. Exactly, exactly. I like that. <laughs> Reminds me of the old days of John Otto, single and searching. That, yeah, desperate and dateless. I'm sure that Kevin Carr probably remembers those shows from way back uh, in the day. It's a great place to spend your Galentine's Day. Oh, I heard that's, that's a big true. thing now. Yeah, a lot of women getting together. Yes. Galentine's is a big deal. You know, in this kind of event, Matt, would not be possible without sponsors. And I have to say, I am really impressed. You have um, a returning sponsor, Triad, who's been a very uh, good sponsor for you and really has helped you out over the years, but also Whole Foods. Yes. So Whole Foods, 
Um, and our partnership is is a new one, and it's an exciting one because Whole Foods is kind of really towards the mission that we're going for. Um, healthy, unique, interesting. They provided a lot of interesting uh, content for us for our blog that's on our website with recipes and things like that. Plus, they're just um, they're creating some really cool stuff that they're going to be sampling actually for free tomorrow at the event. Well, that's fantastic. It's great to have a, a big corporate partner like that. After that, you know, it was a big splash when they moved to Buffalo or came to Buffalo. I was really delighted to have them here because I'm a big fan of Whole Foods and try it. And uh, there's a lot of festivals out there, but yours is really different, Matt. You've got all these vendors, all these soups. You've got a great track record. And there's also live music, and you have Dennis George, the Quizmaster. Yeah. So there's a lot of entertainment. Right. Along with all the sipping and slurping that we're uh, doing at the Soup Fest. Because of the way the, the organization or the, the event is organized, we want to keep people moving. So we want to keep those toes tapping and keep the heads bobbing and keep people moving from place to place. So they try all the different restaurants and they don't get too sedentary. So Good idea because yeah. you, you have to work off some of those cream soups, Amen. I think. <laughs> yes, there's a lot. Last question for you as we wrap. Um, what about folks who have allergies or uh, some kind of dietary restrictions. Do you have vegan and perhaps gluten-free offerings? Great question, and thank you for that uh, tossing me that one. Um, yes, absolutely. On the menu are gluten-free options, vegan options, vegetarian options, or even some lighter options. Um, you can see them on the menu on the website if you go to buffalosoupfest.com slash menu or just click on the menu tab. And you can also go to the each individual restaurant when you get there as well and they can tell you a lot more about what's in the the soups a, sh- a tip of the chef's cap to you matt carlucci nine years and running for the soup fest it's tomorrow from 11 to 6 buffalo convention center great reason to take a, a ride downtown and enjoy some delicious soups on these cold buffalo days thanks so much for coming in this morning my pleasure thank you that'll put a wrap on this edition of slice of life we'll see you next week Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.